This meeting is being <laughs> Happy Sunday, everybody in Sedorland, everybody on Instagram, everybody on Facebook. Um, we have an all ladies um guest show today. We're gonna be celebrating um, women's history month. Although we these women are making history right now. We got a bunch of um beautiful, amazing entrepreneurs, career women. Um they own their own businesses, organizations, they're humanitarians. And we also have a, um, our youngest guest. She's 15 years old, which is my little cousin, Kiki. We want to, well, her name is Akila. I'm calling her Kiki. Y'all can call her Kiki. Can they call you Kiki? Where is yeah. Kiki? Okay. All right. There you go. Um, yeah, we want to pay homage to her because uh, I know y'all hear me say that, you know, Every, this one is my favorite cousin. I have my other cousin on there. She's going to be telling y'all about her business, which is um life insurance. But I, I call her my favorite cousin sometimes too. But this one, Akila Kiki, she's really my favorite cousin. She, <laughs> I'm not lying. This is my favorite, favorite, favorite cousin. Kiki, if they tell if anybody tell you anything different, it's a lie. I just be trying to make them feel good. Well, I need to, oh, yeah, I need to okay. Good to know. Good to know. Well, you saying now? You better get it right. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. So everybody, hey, B, hey, BK. Um, I'm Am I the one echoing? I don't hear no echo. No, they. I see in the comments they saying echoing on Facebook. Is that better? Um, Is that better? Um, yeah. you, you know. Oh yeah, 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 echoing. Yeah, because there's so many damn devices going on. I know this is going to happen. Does it sound bad? Remy, does it sound bad? Is it still echoing? Is it still echoing? Is it still echoing? No, you sound better. No, what? No, is it, is, is it echoing? I hear the comments. They, they're saying no. No. All right, so today, everybody, we are celebrating, like I said, um, we're celebrating Women's History Month, and um, I want everybody to introduce themselves, starting from my far left, which would be um, Purity. You could tell us who you are, and, oh, God, it's saying it sounds bad, the echoing. Oh, maybe if I separate the phones a little. I don't know. Did you get my request? Which you want, you send it to where? Brooklyn Fatima. Okay. No, it's, oh no, that's sensor. Okay. Okay, hold on. Oh, no, you gotta send it again. It says I have no, no request. How I send it again? You said, how do I send it again? Mm-hmm. Okay, my um, my um, what do you call that? My engineers in the audience. Does it still sound terrible? <laughs> Everybody in Sedorland. All right, well, we're gonna start. P, you gotta take your mic off um, mute. <clears throat> we're gonna start with you on the left. You could talk. Good evening, everyone. Yeah. It's so echoing. I don't know. I tried to turn down my phone. Still here, but y'all ready to go? Yeah. 
it's a little delayed on Instagram from the phone. I turned my phone down, but it's still funny. Is it squeaking? I might probably have to get off one of these, probably. I don't know. Because I, I don't know if everybody's echoing or just me. Well, maybe I have to. Can anybody in the comment um, section tell me who's echoing? Parody. I'm not parody. I think it's coming from you, Fatima. If you got three devices, one of them you got to turn off or something. Turn um, the volume down. She did that. I did turn the volume down. Mine seemed a little delayed because I'm on Instagram too. And I because I turned my phone all the way down and I could still hear you when you talking. It's a little okay, delayed. they said I'm not echoing no more. I wasn't talking, so I'm I'm talking now. Am I echoing? All right, so yeah. Remy, I'm, am I good? Okay, it said it stopped. All right, so Pete, you start. I wanna um, like I said, we got an all ladies. Hello, everyone. Everybody's gonna introduce themselves, who they are, what kind of um company or business you have, starting with. Purity. Hello, everyone. My name is Purity. I'm the founder of the Precise Center Hope. Um, my foundation was um, created due to my daughter, Precise Tucker. Um, she was the avatar when we, I decided to create this foundation. It's focusing on mental health. Um, now we're venturing youth intervention services and also sports to help any city youth um, have something to do, give them something to positive to outlook on and think activities to do while focusing on their mental health and making sure that their minds are right and their minds are right so they can be productive and positive citizens. That's it, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll get back to you. We have some questions for you. I don't know if it's a delay. So the next one um, to introduce they scout is um Nicole. Well, no, we're gonna save Nicole for last because Nicole has a lot of organizations she be doing the most. We're gonna go with Tressa. Tressa, you can introduce who you are and what kind of businesses you have. Hi, good evening. I'm Tressa Jasper and I am a life insurance broker. Um, the Dargan firm is my life insurance, and I also do um cosmetics. Volta Cosmetics is my second company. Yes, we're going to definitely get into that. We're going to be promoting, you know, life insurance around here because we tired of the GoFundMes every time somebody died. You know, we tired of everybody, you know, have to get their ones together. So we're going to put out her information and she's going to help y'all get, you know, whatever insurance that y'all don't have. So the next one we're going to introduce is Ayana. Hi everyone, my name is Ayana. I'm from Brooklyn and my organization hey, is Dare to Dream Leaders Inc. Uh, I work with middle school and high school students and our mission is to empower them to dream big. Two of the main things that we do is every year we host an annual youth summit uh, free to people all around um, the New York City. It used to be uh, for COVID, it was virtually, but I think we're gonna go back in person soon. Um, the second thing that we do is an annual business pitch contest for youth. So if there's any youth out there, if you know anyone who uh, between middle school and high school who has- We have one on the channel, we get to have Yes, any type of business idea it could be an idea or it could be an actual business. Um, our pitch contest will be sometime in the summertime between June and August. We'll post that information soon. They win cash prizes, mentorship, and uh, laptops and other prizes as well. So definitely look out for that. 
And then something new that I'm working on is a public speaking uh, platform to help people who um, have a fear of public speaking, middle school, um, high school, also adults. So that is soon to come. Thank you. Yes, she said the moment. Okay, so we're going to go one more. We're going to save Kiki and Nicole for last. Um, Shaniqua could come in. I also have a guest that's here. Everybody, y'all know every celebration, the birthday cakes that I be getting, the fly dope birthday cakes. This is my cake lady. Hey. So she's another one that we're going to be highlighting and promoting today. You can introduce who you are and then your company and everything. Hello, everyone. I'm Shaniqua Tillman, owner of Who Made That Cake Specialty and Custom Cakes. Whenever you need anything for your special occasions, give me a call and I can make something especially for you. You got to tell them your, your IG and your, this is her. My IG is Who Made That Cake, T-O-O, as well as Who Made That Cake on IG. And Who Made That Cake on Facebook, but you have to include the question mark. Okay, she's a little shy, lady. So we all gonna Very. we gonna we gonna help her. That's why I, I got my the next guest we're gonna introduce is my cousin Kiki. She's another one that's very you know what do they call it introvert. Okay. She's shy. So we's gonna we 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 trying to encourage people to have you know be able to talk in public and be more sociable and stuff. So I need the last one. You need the last um, lady. Oh yeah, Ayana. Mm -hmm. She the coach. She the coach. It, it's really you ladies with that. All of it is um, a little bit of 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 a the bit of a little bit of a little bit of a Akila. Akila, um, little bit Shout out to the younger generation. Yes. Hi, um, my name is Akila. I'm a dancer at YAL, which is the Youth Arts um, Association for Restoration Dance. And I'm a student at Brooklyn Arts High School. Okay. How old are you, Kiki? Hold on. Don't try to, don't try to run away too much yet. You're going to be on here with us for a little while, okay? How old are you? I'm 15 years old. And what wow. grade are you in? I'm a freshman. I'm in high school. She's a freshman in high school, girls. All right. Awesome. Let's give a shout out to um Kiki, the youngest um the youngest member on the panel right now. Hey, Kiki. We gotta make her feel welcome and make her feel comfortable with talking. Okay, this is her first, you know, uh, what did you call it? Preview. You <laughs> so did that. One, we're gonna be introduced. Wow, you could have referred her to Daddy Green. We're going to do all that. That's what yeah. we, we just introducing ourselves right now. We're going to get all acquainted today. Where you going with Shaniqua? You see the shy one ready to walk away already. <laughs> she at the worst than Akila. Okay, so then we're going to say the, the I'm going to say the best for last, but she's very busy. She be all over the place. Every time y'all see me, don't, um, what do you call that? Volunteer, do all that humanitarian work. <laughs> this is the woman behind it. All right. So oh, let's go, Nicole. Introduce all of your organizations <laughs> and what you be doing out here in the streets. I yeah. love you, ladies. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. My name is Nicole, aka Nikki. I am the CEO and founder of Life Empowered NYC. We are a non-for-profit organization that pretty much we are geared to empower anyone's lives. Um we believe in providing families with tools and resources to build their capabilities to become a better self, 
right? And sometimes we want to be the change we want to see. So my organization is exactly that. We provide that to all over New York City. We do, we fight against hunger by feeding the homeless. Last year, we fed um, 650 families. We do book bag uh, and school supplies giveaway. We gave away a thousand toys for Christmas um, to families in shelters and kids in hospitals. Um, we throw a basketball tournament every summer with 1,200 kids that participate throughout the New York City area. And we also have kids that travel from out of state. Um, oh my God, we, in April of this year, we're going to renovate an entire park and best stop okay. working. I do my tournament at. In the yes. hood, yes. yes. So I got. Y'all here doing work, y'all. Yes. yes. I'm, like, I'm like, that sounds like work for us. It <laughs> is. It is. It's coming. It's always oh, coming. It's always coming. the one on the team that come up with those bright ideas and have us all working. <laughs> it's coming. It's on April 16th. We are renovating the entire park. It takes up a whole block. Um, it's near and dear to me because I do my basketball tournament there, and I was able to get the company that I work for to pay for it. And it's nice. in Bed-Stuy, which is in my hood and in my community. So I want to make sure that I'm able to make sure we show up as other communities show up for their children and their families. Um, and so we do interview preparation, interview uh, preparation. We do resume workshop. I recently just did, uh, I had some of the managers from my company. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Covenant House, but they deal yeah. with the kids who are runaways and homeless. Mm -hmm. They were self self sex traffic. So I was able to get some managers from my, from my company to partner with my organization to interview some of those kids and build a relationship so where we can start hiring them to work for us. And if you don't know, I work for Starbucks. So, um, so I want to be able to employ them because we are a big company. And just because they had a past doesn't mean we can't help them with their future. Um, but again, we are a not-for-profit, so we do rely on donations, uh, funding from the city and from the state and then from corporations to make this change happen um, in the community. Yes. Awesome. Listen, everything y'all heard about Starbucks is a lie. This the <laughs> this girl in the cold word. They like racist. What? No. I can't. He is the poster child for Starbucks you. now. <laughs> I agree with you. You know what it is? everywhere you work, there's going to be racism, right? right. There's going to be stereotypes. There's going to be hiccups. Everybody, nobody is perfect. But mm -hmm. I know what they do for me and my community and my organization, I would never say anything bad about them. I think a lot of times we want to always point out the bad and not the good. Like I got them to renovate a school in Brooklyn last year. You know, that costs $70,000 and they pay for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a matter of what are you bringing to the table? Who are you working for? And they're giving back to your community and to your area. Mm -hmm. Yet we hear all the negative, all negative talk, but they talk negative about us, right? Yes. And, and I get a bunch of free shit from them too. Look, look. <laughs> every, every, time we, every time we volunteer and do stuff, they, have, they, 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 um, they provide us with all the coffee and right. all the stuff. Yes. Don't believe everything you hear because we are not a bad company. I advocate for them all the time. Um, they take care of my community. And at the end of the day, no one else is stepping in and taking care of us. And I was born and raised in this community. And I don't see people coming in, making it better for my youth. So mm, That's right. shout out to Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out. The plug, the plug. Oh, somebody the said plug. shout out to Summit High School. Yes, that's the school that I was able to get venerated. We painted, we created them a dance um, room. Like we built up a brand new dance room. Um, oh, wow. We did their gym. We gave them a teacher's lounge, of course, with a K-Reg, with full of Starbucks products. Um, <laughs> That's we, what my yes, son we gave them a right? mental health um, room nice. where kids can go in and they can just take a break. 
They can just really just focus on themselves. They want to read a book if they want to get on a computer. Like we created that with lounge chairs and everything just so they could take a break from whatever is happening outside of school. So again, this project was $70,000 and they pay for everything. Like Life Empowered did not pay for anything. They pay for everything. And so when you think about um, what we do for others, that's what's going to last. And that's what's most important. Okay. Shout out to everybody on Facebook too. I forgot that I was supposed to be looking in there too. But um, yes, yeah, so welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome all the ladies, all the queens, all of y'all amazing women. Now that we all had introduced ourselves, we all going to get acquainted and have some fun. So um, I know one person that really has to, um, has a time schedule on when they leave in is Tressa. So we want to talk about insurance. We're gonna start with you, Tressa. Okay. Um, you want me just to talk about the basics of life insurance? Yeah. Well, you know, we're gonna uh, ladies on the panels, y'all can help me. Y'all my co, uh, y'all the co-host. So we want to encourage, you know, some of the things. You maybe you could give some stories and how, you know, to encourage people out there to get life insurance. Okay. We all okay. know, you know, we see it all the time. We on social media. Everybody's walking around with these designer clothes, bags, shoes, cars, um, in the club, doing all every, everything, but they don't have no life insurance. So right. this is our girl. We she right here. She's putting her information out there. Like if you guys could do all that, y'all need to secure. And it's, I think it's very selfish for you for for you not to have a life insurance. And then when you die, that burden is on your family. So, you know, you could give your little spill or your speech on, you know, how do you get you, the people to come You in. pretty much summed up my spill because oh, GoFundMe, <laughs> you know, GoFundMe is not spill. life insurance. GoFundMe is not life insurance. I post it all the time, but that is one of my pet peeves. I see so many people walking around designer everything. And when it's time for them to... Um, when it's time to bury them because we all have to face the fact that um, everybody's got to go that way one day. You know, um, none of us are going to live forever, even though we may want to sometime, but that's not how life is designed. And um, I go and I look and I see all these GoFundMes, but life insurance when you're young is only like $20. You know, because it's based off of your mortality rate. And the younger you are, the more you can get for your money, the more bang for your buck. But people wait till they got one foot in the grave and then they want to get life insurance. And then they go, well, that's all I can get for $50. You know, you're lucky you can get anything at $50. You're taking 10 scripts, you know. So it's, it's just important that we get it while we're young, Life insurance is more than just a death benefit. There's a living benefit to life insurance. You can use um, life insurance while you're alive, you know, instead of when you're dead. But just please plan those things. Plan your final expenses. Plan how you want to, how you want to have your funeral. Plan how you want your life to end and make sure that you have something in place because the Bible says a good man lays up an inheritance for his kids. And a lot of times we don't have an inheritance, but we want to take $100 and put on Jordans for them.
But you can take half of that and just get some decent life insurance. And you can take the cash value from a whole life policy and take that cash value and you can use that, you know, when your child go to school, if you get it for them when they are infant, which it does not cost a lot of money. Don't be ask you a question. Yes, ma'am. Do you encourage them, like, you know, sometimes... Do you encourage if the if the premium is so low? Do you encourage them just to pay it up for the whole six months or a whole year, so they don't even have to worry about keeping up with monthly payments? Yeah, I do have some clients when at income tax time, right. they just pay their insurance instead of keep year. buying a new hoopty every <laughs> yes, and and they know it's going to get repossessed, you know. So um, so if you just if you can do that because you can pay your insurance up for the year, you can pay it monthly. You can pay insurance how you choose to pay it. Just make sure you pay it, you know. And um, some people, you know, have, I have like, actually, I had this guy the other day. I was asking about life insurance. I was talking about his life insurance. And he says, my mother has life insurance on me. Um, your mother's 65. You're 40. You're married. You have kids. Now, your wife. Buying a bag with the tax check. No, no, no. Correct. <laughs> That's what they say in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Your wife is not going to have any say so in how you're um and how you're buried. Your wife is not gonna have any say so in the planning of the funeral because your mom have that life insurance policy on you. So everything goes through her. Everything goes through her. So, you know, it's just like, it's not that much in, in our community. That's why I'm still in life insurance because I love life insurance and I love educating people. And I think that we have just been so miseducated about life insurance because some people are afraid to talk about life insurance because they feel like if they talk about life insurance or if they get it on their kids, the kids are going to die. That's what I was going to say. What do you think is the main reason why our community, it doesn't really, you know, it's, it's not big on getting life misinformed, insurance. misinformed. That's the main thing. And it's just, it just, it's just a conversation with the right person. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's, I'm so passionate about life insurance. I just want to give everybody life insurance, but unfortunately I can't afford to pay everybody's life insurance. <laughs> but um, life insurance is so important. And it's a conversation that we have to continue having in our community mm -hmm. because we have, we have fathers out here, you know, that don't have life insurance. We're, every generation is having to start over. Mm -hmm. Every generation shouldn't have to get it out of the mud. You know, That's because we touch on too. Yeah, every generation, you know, and and it's good that you know no more fish fries, here. they said, please. Huh? No more fish fries to try to get Auntie Perry. <laughs> correct, correct. And the GoFundMe. Right. You know, and you know, every generation should not have to get it out the mud. You know, if we're getting it out of the mud, they our our next generation should be able to stand on our shoulders. Right. You know, because we've done the hard work. Now we just need to educate them on the financial aspects of it and what they need to get in place so that then they can just keep building. Every generation shouldn't have to start over. And like Kiki, Kiki's on here. And um, Fatima, that's Vanessa's daughter? No, that's um, Gina's daughter. Gina's daughter, the little 
Yes. You see, she's a whole teenager now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I was looking at her. I was like, Kiki. She dropped all my devices. She's yeah. beautiful. You know, but. Don't she look just like me? Well, remember, I'm not really your favorite cousin, so you really not, you really don't want me to answer that. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all know I drag shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but life insurance is so important, and there's so many different ways that we can structure the um, life insurance. It was a common in the um, trust that somebody said you can use that cash value and put your children through college. You can, if you get it early enough, you know, not put them through college. If you, if you get enough of it, you can. Because we have like Pampered Chef, they started their um, business off of a life insurance policy. You can look at Master P. He started his business off a $10,000 life insurance that his grandfather left him, Mm -hmm. you know, and he took that $10,000 and he used it and invested and started his business. And now he's a multimillionaire. You know, so um, life insurance, it can be used for so many different things, but you can take the cash value from your whole life policy. Now, term policy is going to run out. If you get it for 10 years, you um, 20 years or 30 years, when you get um, 10 or 20, 30 years older, you're no longer going to have life insurance. Life insurance on your job, you know, that's why you employed. When you're not employed, what happens to your life insurance? You don't have any. So, so now you have to question. get more life insurance. I'm a, I want to ask you a question. Like, yes, what, ma'am. what is, okay, like, what do all life insurance require you to have a job or get um, medical examination and all that? Because my concern is one of the target areas that I would, if I was a life insurance um, representative, is targeted the, you know, the hustlers and stuff. You know, they, cause it's like, they don't have insurance. What would prevent them from getting insurance? Like they could, they could get insurance with no, with no job and no, I mean, like, what is the requirements? Well, um, really, I don't go into, I don't really get into the job and all of that stuff. Mainly if they have a good medical. Now you can't take a hustler and they're going to take, um, you know, $20,000 and they want to put it in a life insurance policy without somebody going to ask where that money come from. But if they getting burial and final expense insurance, they definitely can do that. But a lot of times those are the ones that feel like they're invincible, you know, that they're never going to die, you know, and they're Don't living that. Huh? And those are the ones that need it more, especially, I mean, I just want to emphasize on how selfish it is for you not to have insurance. And even, I don't care if you have, you a hustler or you out there, you think you have money. If nobody has access to that money, like. Correct. That's what I was going to touch on. I want to give a brief little, a brief little story, which, you know, uh, recently everybody, a lot of people from our neighborhood might know her a girl named Tasha um, had passed away. And um, she was very popular in our in our neighborhood or whatever. She was in a gang. I know when we were young, I don't know if she was now. But it took them over a month and a half, almost two months to bury her. She had a GoFundMe that was taking forever. I don't even know. I donated to the, um, the GoFundMe. I don't even know if she got enough to get buried from the GoFundMe, but it made no sense that 
you know what I'm saying, that this young lady had to sit there not being buried because the funds wasn't there. You know, we got, I mean, we keep hearing this story over and over again. When are we going to change this? You know, it's not fair. And it's not fair, like, let's say me, I, I do have a decent job and I got a savings and God forbid something happened to one of my family members. Now I got to go into debt or use up all my savings to bury you because you weren't being responsible or you're being selfish. Like, come on, the culture, we got to stop this. Get life insurance. You got, we got money for everything else. We got money for weed. We got money for liquor. We got money for wigs. We got money to get our nails done. Stop being selfish. Stop being a burden on your family when you die. It's not right. We got those people that are responsible in the family. Encourage the other ones that y'all know that don't have insurance to get insurance. Because at the end of the day, when you don't, when you don't have this discussion with them when they are alive, everybody, if you are the responsible one in the family, everybody's looking at you like you're supposed to put thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. Well, you know she got it, and you know he got it. I'm telling, I, I'm telling my family now, if you don't got insurance, I'm not, I'm not depleting my savings to bury you. I'm not doing that. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about me. We need to get responsible and and, and start um. You know, think like um, planning for our future. We all gonna die. We don't, none of us don't know when our expiration date is. So to be sitting here and thinking, oh, I'm gonna get it next week, or I, I, I get it when I turn such and such and such. Like, let's stop being ignorant. This is what this, you know, this show is about. I'm trying to just like have uncomfortable conversations and trying to change the thinking of our culture. Like, I see so much goofy shit that's going on that we done normalized that we got to change. We done normalized not getting life insurance. We done normalized getting GoFundMes for people when they die. This is crazy. We have to stop. And also I want to touch on, you know, sometimes people say, well, I'll save up and I'll use my money that I have in my savings account um, if I die. But if no one have not access to that money, how are you going to be buried? No one has access That's to the money. Saying. If anything would happen to you today or tomorrow, no. you don't have a life insurance in place. Then how are you going to say that money that I've saved up, I'm going to put it there and you can use that money for my burial. You can't. And we because... all black. And you know how we are. Well, we don't be letting people know where our money at and everything. Motherfuckers die. We don't know. We, we, you, had this, you had the stash. Where the stash at? You ain't telling nobody because you ain't telling nobody. I remember yeah, when my the... grandmother died, we cleaned up her apartment. We found Kiki on there. I mean, Kiki, my mother in the background. We found money stashed all over the place. Like, you don't know. These people be hiding money. They ain't telling nobody where it's at. And you, depending on grandma and mama, they getting old and see now. You, they, you don't even know if they paying these your, your life insurance. You think, because I heard that story a lot of times. Oh, my mm -hmm. mother have insurance on me. You be thinking that your mother have insurance on you and your mother and, 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 and your grandmother done let it last. Yeah. yeah. Or it's not enough. You know, they can, you know, um, they can have like a $5,000 policy, but funerals now is between, yeah. is about $10,000. You know, um, so they can have that $5,000, but it's just not enough. Or they did take a policy out on you, but it was a term policy and it then expired. 
So then what happens? You're still uncovered. It's just a, it's an uncomfortable conversation, but it's definitely a needed conversation in our community that life insurance is not, oh, and let me not get on the church folks that say, oh, I don't need life insurance because I have blessed assurance. Now that's just ignorant. You know. <laughs> All right, so That's I'm gonna read some of the comments and you're gonna give your handle and then we're gonna move on to the next guest. But okay. some people were saying, get your house in order, preach. I got it for me and for my kids, not for no GoFundMe. Say say that again, changing the narrative and the mindset. You another person said you think but didn't know lapsed or wasn't paid. Yes. Somebody right. said our culture just don't know. So um um we want to get if anybody out there that don't have life insurance and they need and like life insurance or they don't want to have a conversation with you, how can they get in contact with you? Could you give them your number? My phone, your, number. Social media I can give them my phone number. My phone number is 917-375-0094. Please, um, if you call after seven o'clock. It will go to voicemail and I will contact boundaries. you the next day. Or Get them time boundaries. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Don't be calling my husband at 12 o'clock at night talking about, I want to talk about life insurance because we, yes. we ain't doing that. We are not. We are not. Repeat you the know, number so one It's 917-375-0094. And I can insure almost anyone. Please read all in between the lines. I need, I need a, and um, your um, in case they want to call, I mean, you could give them your social media if they want to DM you as it's well. Tress, it's Tress D Jazz. Tress T R E S S D J A Z Z. And um, I'll have my, I'm working on getting my Instagram and my social media for my insurance company. And it'll be a form link there that you can just put in your information and it'll come straight to me if you have any questions about life insurance. So I'm working on the website and everything for that now that's under construction. Okay. Okay. So P, we are gonna move to you. You can unmute your, unmute your mic, Purity. Um, you gave us a brief, um, a brief summary, but you want to get more in depth on what do your, your company, your organization do and what motivated you to start the organization? Um, my organization, like I said earlier, is the Precisions for Hope. It was created for my daughter, Pasca. Um, we focus on mental health. We give back to the community. Um, mainly, we focus on a story in the Long Island City area. Um, we have double dutch yeah, contests. Turn, turn the phone down. Yeah. Turn, turn the phone down. Yeah, turn the one down that you. But they were. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, hear me now. It's still, it's still echo. No, you sound better now. I know somebody was saying they didn't hear me on, on Instagram, huh? What you said, Fatima? Okay, no, I can hear you that it's not squeaking anymore. Oh, okay. So my foundation is a precise sense of hope. We focus on like mental health, bereavement, like people who dealing with life challenges. We also give back to the community. We have back to school giveaways. Um, we give out book bags, we give kids haircuts, get their hair done if they, you know, need it. We give back to the community. We're going into intervention services 
and we're also going to start doing um, youth services like football and condition training also. So we're branching out into different things like that. And we just want to get everybody dance, in mind. We have dance contests at, at your organization. What was, yeah. what was the lady that owns the, the one that be dancing? Oh, Gail and Gail. Yes, yes. <laughs> They have the good cat house. Her organizations have the good cat house where they be having the real shish kebabs. They be on that grill. We be having real good food. I digress. Go ahead. Yes. We try to feed people. We try to feed people good. At all my events, we have like lots of meals and good food, you know, to give out to the community just to give people comfortable. Anybody with a full belly. Free. If the food is involved, I know I'm in, so I know people will be in. Yes. And, you know, we just want to give people minds, right? Like, you know, a lot of people are out here suffering and going through a lot of things, and that's why we don't have a lot. We hear so much going on because people be ready to snap. They don't really deal with what's going on with them mentally. Mm -hmm. So... That's what my foundation is about. Pretty much. heavy at uh, pure purities, just keeping it light. But she's heavy on um mental the mental um the mental health aspect. Very heavy yeah. on it. She's a she's one of my um most level headed friends. Like she looks at things mm -hmm. because I don't know if it's because she went to therapy, but she has a good level head. She look at everything from every perspective. She get a little ratchet sometimes. Mm -hmm. So do I, but. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, she got her mind right, and, and you know, even underneath the circuit, some of the um situations she went into went went through. I mean, I commend her on her um how healthy you you are. You have processed everything, or you and you still are processing. Yes, it's, a, it's all about healing. Like we're all, everybody has things. Everybody went through things in life, and you have to heal from them. So it's all about how you handle it and how you're willing to heal from them. Sometimes it's hard. You know, it's tough. I have my days. Everything is not always perfect. Because March is a hard day, month for you, isn't it? Yes, March. Actually, in ten more days, it will be the anniversary of my daughter' death. So March is very hard for me. I try to um, mentally prepare myself for that day. So I just, I, you know, in your mind, you're like, oh, you have anxiety. But sometimes, you know, you just got to let things flow. You got to just be open-minded and allow yourself to be grieved. Allow yourself to cry. Be kind to yourself. Allow yourself to be angry because I'm still very angry. So I have to deal with that. So it, it's a lot I'm still working on and dealing with. And I have other kids, so I have to be mindful of how I grieve and how I react to things because I can affect their well-being. And I also want their mental health to be okay, you know. Well, so it's, I, it I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, this is for messages for people that might not be on right now, or mm -hmm. or um, might you know check it later or whatever. I was just having a conversation with somebody who was uh, 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 one of their friends had lost one of um, one of their kid children two years ago, and she's like struggling really, really bad. And um, is there any advice that you could give to anybody out there that has lost, you know, a kid on, you know, some point? I would say, yeah, I would go, I would tell them to seek therapy, seek help, go for a, a neutral outside person, because, you know, a lot of people tell you to run a church, which God, I don't get me wrong, religion, because I was upset with God a lot. But I don't know how I would have got through this without him, you know, every day in the mornings, I always tell people it's my hardest. 
So on my way to work, my car and God is the people who I really dump on and I cry to and I talk to. But go to therapy. Therapy I help you a lot. Like you you'd be surprised that I always be like, um, what can somebody else tell me that I don't already know? You'll be surprised. So right. to me, go to therapy to try to get through it because grieving, you will grieve for the rest of your life. So don't put a uh, hold on it. Some people be like, oh, let me, it's a year now, four years now, it's 20 years now, let me get over this. Or I'm upset, I'm still hurt. No, you allow yourself to be hurt, but also be kind to yourself and know you want to heal and be also productive and move ahead. You don't want to keep on living in the past. You have life do go on, but you do you're gonna still grieve. So just be kind of yourself and try to seek help from the outside source. Mm-hmm. Or get with groups like the precise and to hope. Try to connect no, with okay. people. Put the plug in. Huh? I said that's why I plug your organization. Yes, you know, precise and to hope is a group, as a, a parent group that you know we get together, we communicate online, I have different things. On Facebook, I have little groups on Instagram that, you know, we talk, us grieving parents, we talk and try to be there for one another. So, so, um, like, uh, purity is... You know that I'm echoing on Instagram. I know that. I'm echoing back. All right, we, that's why I think it's you and I don't think it's me. So we're going to hurry up and wrap you up. Not well, but what I wanted to say, those people out there that, um, like you said, you have your organizations. Now, P is one of those people that are very helpful and she'll help anybody. So if there's anybody out here right now that's listening or listening, that might um, view this on YouTube, y'all can always don't, you know, feel no kind of way. I'm, I'm throwing you underneath the bus. Hit her up in her DM or whatever mm-hmm. and um, follow her and you, if you reach out to her, she will be more than happy mm-hmm. to speak to you. And then, you know, Again, you could go through her organization, but you know, sometimes that people mm-hmm. not that savvy and all that. Y'all could hit us directly on, on what's your social media page? It's precise and to hope. My website is forever um precise.org. So you could go on there, you could sign, you could send me an email through there and give me your contact information, or you could go to my precise and to whole page on Instagram or Facebook and um, I'll get back to you. I'll try my best to help you. But like grieving, there's no way one would grieve. There's no way I can't tell you. No, I could just go for my experience. Everybody experiences different. Everybody grieves different. So just be kind of yourself and I could just assist you and navigate, you know, navigate you into the right direction and try to point you to the therapy you know, gives you some assistance on how to find therapists because like therapy is not a one fit all. You have to shop around for a therapist. So the first one might not be a good fit. The second one might not be a good fit. So, you know, you have to shop around. A lot of people get Don't discovered because they the first therapist they go to. Yeah, so the first therapist they go to, they're like, oh, no, I don't. But just keep it up. Keep going. Be persistent and, you know, begin your healing journey. Don't live in your anger. Don't living just continue to try to help thank you p so um we gotta talk to you uh akila okay so i want to share a story with uh this I, I felt like i wanted to have kiki on here because you know we have all you know she's 15 i'm 26 the rest of them is all like in the <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, yes, I'm 26, guys. So we have all kind of ages on here, whatever. We, but we have the what happened to Kiki? 
Oh, okay, okay. All right. You move from one side of the screen to the other. So I felt like we needed to have a younger generation on here. Let me tell y'all about Kiki. Kiki, uh, listen, she is such a sweet little girl. You know how everybody be like, oh, you can never swear for your kids and all that. I swear for her. So if somebody <laughs> says she did, so I'll be like, y'all in lie. What y'all do to her, okay? I'll play about my Kiki, all right? So Kiki is one of those... Um, I don't know, amazing kids. And I'm not just saying that because she's my cousin. She really is. Because um, even if she wasn't, if she wasn't amazing, I would just be like, I love her, her little badass or whatever. But I was talking to her the other day in regards to how, how first of all, Kiki, um, like she said, she's a freshman in high school. I was so concerned because she's such a, you know, a quiet kid. She stays to herself, even around family. She's not really that, you know, much of a talker. And we know the era that we in, you know, these kids is really bad. They active, they fighting all. I was just like so concerned. So when she was coming, you know, getting ready to go to high school, you know, I took her out, took her shopping, took her eating. And I was just like talking to her about how she feel, you know, uh, is she ready for high school and all that. But I was, I want to tell them the little quick story how I tested her. I wanted to test her to see if she was going to pressure. <laughs> Go ahead, Kiki. You want to tell the story? <laughs> you can tell it. <laughs> no, we try to encourage you to talk more. What did I try to encourage you to do and you passed the test? Okay, we went, she took me to Red Lobster in Gateway and we was done with our food and she tried to get me to take the steak knife and put it in my bag so she could have it at home. <laughs> Kiki, oh, I like these steak knives. You can't take it, take it, put it in your bag. Kiki was not having it. Kiki was like, I, I, no, I'm not stealing. I was like, it's all right. You want me to somebody this Put it in your bag. She, no, she had her own bag. She could have put it in her bag. <laughs> <laughs> but smart. it was just a test. It was a test that um she passed. Um, with flying colors and I was so happy and I was like this is the type of stuff that you're going to go through in high school you're going to be hanging out with people and some people are going to be stealing and doing stuff that you don't that you that, that you're not into and they're going to try to encourage you if you could tell me your, who am I who am I to you yeah my cousin so which cousin my favorite cousin okay 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 okay, okay yeah if you can tell your favorite cousin, no, I ain't stealing that with you, you better be able to tell, you know, dumb people in high school, junior high school and high school, that's going to be, you know, trying to peer press you into doing stuff that you're not necessarily, you know, want to do. So it's just like, we got to talk to our youth and make sure we be, you know, positive role models. And, and sometimes like my homegirl, Kiki, and my homegirl, Mimi, she, Mahisa, she on it as just Mimi. She was talking, you know, she was on the show last, the last show, and she's going to be on. Um, I will promote that next week too. We're having a, a, a women's celebration, but she was talking about don't just ask your kids when they come home from school, how was your day? Did you have a good day? And they just say, yes. No, we have to get more descriptive. Like, okay, what did you do, Kiki? Did you. Oh, you had a good day, but what else did you do? So I was sitting there acquiring her, like get trying to get all, you know, have a, a conversation with her the other day. And I was just like, 
so disturbed about, you know, some of the stuff that she was telling me. So I had bought her birthday just passed. Tell me your birthday in case they want to send you some more gifts. Give them your cash app. Now I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that you do that now. They throw their cash app down there for everything. <laughs> Tell them when it was your birthday. Um, my birthday was February 20th. February 28th. She turned 15. 20th. 20th. So that next year is the big 16. My cousins is um, saving up the money now for that big 16. So anyway, I bought her a bag for her birthday and it was a red bag. So I was going to get, you know, uh, um, some red, um, the belt and the glasses to go with it. And something, you know, we was I was at the house. And, um, and I was telling her parents they should get this or whatever I had that it's a designer bag. And I said, these shoes and these sneakers in a bag. And I mean, these sneakers belt and um, glasses go with it. And her father said something that I disagreed with, but then I started thinking about it after I left and talked about it to other people. And they was like, yeah, he absolutely right. So she was like, her father was like, no, we're not getting her all of that red. And I was like, why? They was she they said, you know, is these gangs out here and I don't want my child wearing all that red. And I just thought about it and I'm just like, who's gonna bother her? She's not in a gang and stuff like that. And I just didn't even look at it like that. So how is it out there, Kiki? Do you see a lot of gangs, gangs in your age bracket and stuff? Um I don't see it personally, but I know that in school, like even when I was in middle school, there's a lot of kids going around talking about I'm in this gang, 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 you know, with throwing up gang signs and stuff. And most of them just say it to say it. There's probably like one or two kids that are actually in it, but people are thinking that it's cool nowadays, but it's really dangerous. Mm-hmm. So do you feel safe as... um? You know, a youth out there, do you do you feel safe while you're taking a train or in school and everything? Is it like a lot of fights going on these days or, is, you know, how, how, what is the climate out there as a young lady? Um, in my school currently, I feel pretty safe. There's like fights now and then because of girls or friendships and stuff, or little petty stuff. But recently, the, um, the principal, the assistant principals, the teachers, they've been really strict nowadays, like getting kids out of the hallway and into the classes when they need to be and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, pre- I feel pretty safe in school, but like while going home or going to school, there's like, like people on the trains that come like asking around for money. Um, yeah, which is kind of scary because, like, if you say no, then, like, you never know what they're going to do. I know I was yeah. coming, yeah, I was coming home from dance the other day with my mom, and there was this guy in the train station, and he was following a lady asking for money, and then there's police standing there that's just not doing anything and waiting till he comes back down the station to say something, and it's like, if he would have pulled out something and stopped her, it would have been too late because the police are just standing there. So do so do so you feel a little scared on a, um taking public transportation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I stay to myself though. I make sure I stand in the middle of the platform so nobody tries to like push me into the tracks or something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. This is this is sad that this is what Yes. You gotta use situational awareness. Be aware, don't be in your phone. And this is a sad times we're living in, but it always been like this. But I think I don't know if it's because of social media. Um, we're getting to see it more, but it's really rampant, it's really bad out there. So stay safe, Kiki, and be vigilant. And whenever you feel uncomfortable, just don't do it. Whatever situation. If you don't want to do something, just simply don't do it. Walk away. Be okay with whatever someone has to say about you. Say no and walk away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also want to highlight on um not only is she cute and um has a beautiful personality, we got we're gonna talk about these grades though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's let's tell them how your grade is, your GPA, what kind of grades you be getting. Um, so, so far for the first semester, my average is a 95.2, I believe, yeah. If you a black girl, if you a black girl, <laughs> do your thing! <laughs> yeah. Yes, and, and Kiki has always been like that. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many award ceremonies and awards that she be getting since. I don't know. I, let me tell y'all, her um, mother and father is like dirt old. I was a little concerned. <laughs> I was a little concerned, but you know, being that they had her so old, I guess she got that little smart gene in her. So, because as soon as she popped out, she was always smart. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> shout out to um, Dennis, um, Dennis and uh, Regina. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she been getting great, good grades. Like like you said, you said earlier when you did the brief um, introduction that you also are in dance school. What kind of dance school are you in and how do you, you know? Um, I, I danced in high school and they gave us a flyer one day. You just got to high school. Yeah. You said you danced in high school as if you're not in it now. But go ahead, continue. She said junior high school. (laughs) Yeah, I danced in my (laughs) high school right now. And one day they gave us a flyer and told us to audition for YAH, which is the Youth Arts Association at Restoration. And I danced there. I do African ballet and modern. And it's usually from, it takes like an hour and 30 minutes every day and two hours on Fridays. So I dance literally every single day of the week, except for Sunday. I hate to interrupt you. Shout out to... Listen, you know, Kiki always been a little, you know, a little pluff, little, ch- um, little, um, fluffy, cute and fluffy. But I don't know, um, before, just before she came to high school, she started dropping that way. Girl, she can't, me and her can't even wear the same clothes no more. We used to, <laughs> we used to wear the same size, right, Kiki? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know if it's the F, well, it's not the it's not the um I mean I know that helps the gym but she started losing weight before then too I mean when I say that this girl is this well-rounded in every area she's as well-rounded in every area that's why I said we if, if we out here celebrating for women's mind we gotta have uh, my girl up on here too to you know give her her accolades and her flowers right now too I just want you to know that I'm proud of you and continue being the person that you are now you can finish saying what you were saying yeah so I yeah, so, I was so um, Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday dance. Yeah, that's where I danced at. 
I have a show coming up, Dance Africa. So stay tuned for those dates. Get your tickets to come and watch. Yes, you know. Everybody, y'all gonna hit me up to get the tickets to see her. Y'all gonna get it while it's on the low right now because she's gonna be on the, you know, the big leagues. What is gonna cost you? The prices, what is that? Tomorrow prices is not gonna be the same. (laughs) So um, what's um, what's your favorite subject? My favorite subject is math. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when do we hear that? Yeah, I know we don't. You know, you know, black people don't be liking math. She says, she, Kiki, she I love it. Subject. I have a bachelor's <laughs> in math, Kiki. I love it. I love it. Good job. I love it. So it was uh, so breaking down all stereotypes. They say girls are not good at math. That's not true. I was on there because I, I was I was part of the stereotype. Math wasn't my favorite subject, but. I'm happy to see some sisters on here good at math. So Kiki, don't leave because I want you to hear what Ayana got to say and maybe you guys can link because she um gears on we could this is your cue, girl. <laughs> Ayana. Look, look. This girl. <laughs> Hello, Earth to Ayana. <laughs> to unmute your phone. <laughs> I forgot I muted it so y'all couldn't hear no background. And I'm not on Instagram anymore. I mean, I'm off. You got to accept my request. Um, okay. Sorry. You got, you got banged off? Yeah. What was your question? Okay, no. I was saying that this is your cue where I want you guys to link because you are, you, um, your, your business is geared to children. Right? Yes. Can y'all hear me on Instagram or no? Okay. We, I, go ahead. I, if they can't hear you, they, they'll put it in the comments. They'll say it. All right. Awesome. So yes, um, definitely, Kiki, keep doing what you're doing. I definitely specialize working with middle school and high school students. Um, so, you know, everything that you're doing, with your grades, all of that is going to propel you for whatever it is that you want to do. Um, with my organization, we meet the kids where they are. Uh, we do have five pillars of success to help navigate them, but we base it on what their goals are, whatever it is that they want to be. So we have um, our programs for entrepreneurship. We have our program for career development if they want a job. Oh, wait a minute, Ayana. They're saying that they can't. They can't. Y'all can't hear Ayana? Can y'all hear me now without background noise? Um, our engineer Simone in the comment section saying we can't hear. Can you talk, Ayana? Let's see if you can if you could if they can hear you now. Hi. Testing one, two, one, two, testing one, two. Testing, I'm not testing. You they gotta see if they can hear you. They can hear my testing, testing. They said they can hear me. I had it muted yeah. before. Okay, because... yes, they can. Go ahead, go ahead, girl. So yeah, so our my program, my, my organization, Dare to Dream Leaders, we have five pillars of success, which we incorporate into our youth program. So we work with youth who want to be entrepreneurs. We talk about that in our workshops. Uh, financial literacy, uh, how amazing would it have been for us all to know about credit scores and things like that at our at Kiki's age, right? Um, we, t- we do community service like Nicole does. Um, we partner with organizations. We host our own. Um, we also do, when we're in schools, uh, normally we're like an after-school program, but we haven't been in a while. Um, but we have a creative arts program. So what we do 
um, to date with our annual youth summit, we infuse all of those things together. So it'll be like one big day of activities. So we have workshops, we do vision board workshops, we have entrepreneurship workshops, we have panels that involve, we usually have um, youth that come and talk about maybe they, uh, their experiences going to college, their experiences having their own businesses. Um, and then with the arts, we usually have entertainment there. And then I shared uh, earlier that we started something new. This is now our third or fourth year doing a pitch contest where we have youth who have business ideas or even already have businesses where they can pitch their ideas to a panel and have the chance to win money and prizes such as laptops and other things like that. So that is done annually. Whether we do it in person this year is still in question or we do it virtually. Either way, it's still a success and you can still participate in it and um, practice for your pitch, um, you know, to pitch your business idea. Yes. I want to intervene and ask you more about the um, teaching them how to get teaching them about credit young, because that is something that was not taught to me. And I'm sure it wasn't taught to you guys either by your parents. Most parents wasn't teaching. Well, they were sitting there getting, you know, phone bills and shit and our name and they wasn't. <laughs> not my experience, but I've heard. No, I've no, heard. my mom didn't get in my name, bro, but we know we know the stories. Yes. But they didn't teach us. My mom definitely did not teach me nothing about credit. You know, we at, at back then they used to act like credit was a bad thing. No, I use cash. I don't use credit. Yes. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I think it's very good that your organization is teaching young adults, not even young adults, young mm -hmm. kids about credit early. Because yes. credit is a essential. Like, Absolutely. So, so we do actually so have we even with our business pitch contest, it's an entrepreneurial uh, business pitch. So prior to that, uh, we have a program that they can also join, where they have where we help them coach to get their idea. And through that, we're teaching them about businesses, and we're also teaching them about the importance of credit. Because honestly, you can't have a business if you don't have not that you can't have a business, but it's going to be rough to get like loans or grants and things like that if you don't have good credit because initially when you start your own business you have to rely on your personal credit initially and you know I tell all the youth um you know your credit is like you know your saving grace you can't buy a car you can't buy um a house it, all those things that you want now it's not to say that you can't but I, be, I actually was talking to my daughter on her way to school the other day and there's this commercial where the guy sounds like Medea and he's like you could buy a Kia and my uh -huh, credit score uh -huh. was like 500. You don't down here now. Right. So I said, you can buy a car. He got a Benz at the Ikea dealership. Right. That, but go ahead. You can buy a car with a 510 credit score, but you're going to be paying an interest double that. So it's not feasible. So somebody with good credit, they're not going to be paying interest. So having those conversations, my daughter is nine years old. So I'm planting those seeds. With my organization, we work with youth. I mean, middle school, sometimes we work at elementary, but our base audience is middle school and high school students. But even that young, we're breaking it down to tell them about credit in a way that they can understand. And one way that I do it, I don't know if y'all can see it, but I because we can't be everywhere. I, I wrote a workbook and it's called um, Beyond Career Day. She's, and also, it's a, she's also an author, guys. I'm telling you, I'm with a powerful group of um, um, sisters. 
she, she she's an author she's a business owner she's a career woman like um she like come on get into it you a black girl if you a black girl do your thing <laughs> so yes so i wrote this workbook um what i used to get uh invited in every year to speak to middle school students during career day. I know many of us, many of the students, Kiki, you ever been to a career day at your school when they invite different um, business owners and people from the community in? Yes, it's been a long time though. I haven't been to one of those since kindergarten. Yes, so they So let me tell you, every time I went to a career day, they actually sparked my idea to write this book. Two reasons I wrote the book. One was because of me going to these career career fairs. And two, I can't be everywhere in the organization to everybody. And this book has all the things that we teach in the organization. So kids can have it even if I'm not there. But anytime I would go to these career days, I would see these young girls dressed up supposed to be going to interviews they had on four inch heels they had on these little skirts that was me God, <laughs> where y'all going who's teaching y'all how to dress for success don't you keep on my show judging me first of all listen, okay listen you're not about you to show up for the job <laughs> that you want Cleveland out you know blanche you know me i'm blanche I'm coming to what the you that's all i gotta say right <laughs> And then, so so with the career day, it's just one Bobby day. Bobby wasn't hiring me. <laughs> so with career day, it's literally just one day. So I'm like, what tools can we give these kids that they can live with and grow from after Beyond Career Day? So that's where my book came from. It's called Beyond Career Day because I wanted to give them something they can have tangible Um, And in the book, it has how to write your resume, how to dress for success, how to write a cover letter, um, tips on job interviewing, how to answer job interview questions, how to write your vision board, and then also uh, letters from different business owners and um, other people who have succeeded, like a dear dear John to your uh, sister. All that stuff is in this book to empower whoever has this book, whether you're in middle school, high school, even adults have told me that this book has helped them, even though it says for middle school. But this package here is for- I know I'm about to say, I need to give me a copy. (laughs) It's for anybody who wants to uh, progress in their career, progress in their life. It doesn't matter what you want to do or be. This book will help you, motivate you to get there and give you actionable tools to make it happen. So that's me. And then the last plug I want to talk about is the public speaking thing. Um, I'm actually going to school right now. Does it, hold on. Right. Doesn't, she, doesn't she sound like an expert? Oh, no, no. Then you also got <laughs> to tell them that you're a professor. When I tell you that this girl, you also, not only is she a mom, she's a business owner. She has a career. She's also a professor and an author. Come on, get into it. Don't be acting like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, let them know. So yes, I'm actually black girls right now. Do your thing. Also a professor, a college professor. You hear me? Come through, Ayana. Thank you, girl. Thank yeah, you, girl. she's my favorite professor. Hey, yeah, they deem me the favorite professor. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but yes, I've been teaching at City Tech. I graduated from CUNY, but, but CUNY. 
Um, so I'm teaching back at the school that I graduated from, and I'm actually going back to school now. I'm doing my doctorate, my PhD in leadership and innovation. And that's where I'm building my next, um, my next vision for the public speaking platform. So that, that I'm actually doing that in conjunction with me going back to school. So Dr. Um, Future Nathaniel is, is my Instagram. So you can, um, follow me there. Dr. Future Nathaniel. <laughs> Kiki, do you feel inspired you by all of this, all of this, um, powerful um women yes. you feel inspired yes. that's like you can do <laughs> anything anything is possible yeah green day girl so Fatima, thank you for this platform and i love all of this sister circle you know i love that you brought someone you know one of the our youth who can see what we're doing no matter what age you can always start over my thing is as long as you have breath in your body you can start over and do whatever you want. You can start over a thousand times. If one idea didn't work, you can go ahead and start something else. Every time I tell my daughter I got homework, she's like, I can't see my mom. Hold on, hold on, y'all. doing homework. Ayana, they said you also make flyers. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. You better get to get in the mind. And that's a deadline. Yes, she does. It's it. <laughs> The deadline is over. I know, look. But uh, like, Ayana got to go. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. You got to work. <laughs> but that's me. So if y'all want to find my book, it's on Amazon. It's on, uh, what is it? Barnes and Nobles. You can get that anywhere. Or you could just DM me and I can mail you a copy and, and sign it for you if you like. And tell them about the other okay. thing. Aren't, don't you, aren't you a farmer too? Don't you plant um, <laughs> corns? And, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. No. <laughs> Listen, Yo, honestly, know your strengths. Okay, I said Ayana, if, if we sit there and congratulate Ayana for everything she do, she'd be on our timeline every goddamn day. I'd be like, all right now. Okay, all right, yeah. I'm not Keep up the good work. Keep up the dopeness because we need yes. you in our circle. And we love her. We, we love need the inspiration. Her. We the need the knowledge. Person. Yo, anything you need. She just now coached me. And I, last night, hoping I don't get no invoice. I'm telling you, I hope that was a freebie. Listen, I'm going to catch you on the back end for that. Because the, the product that came out of that coaching was bomb. So I'm working on a project, y'all. I'm going to be quiet, but I'm coming through. Yeah. I'm going to just... come to fruition. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be hosting this for you soon. Yes, yes. Yeah. We're going to take over Uncensored. That's what we're going to do. So tell your um, people that we're taking over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you hear that, Mark? <laughs> I'll say it on radio. I'm coming in as the host. Right. <laughs> all these different personalities. I'm for it. We could have we could all do it. We could all we could all co-host um unsister every every yes. show. I'll be needing the help. <laughs> all right, I'm passing the mic to Nikki. I'm not yeah, to Nikki. Nicole, pass the mic. Another <laughs> one that do everything. Wait a minute, Nikki. We did talk about it, but go ahead, Nikki. You can talk some more. Go ahead. I talked enough about life empowering. I'm just oh, you did. I forgot you did talk, but I don't know if you plugged enough. Are we gonna make Shamika talk more because she's sitting here? Yeah, now I talk more, and I'll follow up behind her. Shamika, let's let's interview you. What made you start your business? What? How did it start? What? What? What made you do it? What encouraged you to do it? 
Well, there were several reasons. Um, of course, my mother suggested it, and I totally ignored her 100%. Um, I got Hold on for this interruption. Everybody on the panel has taste her cakes. So we all oh, yeah. we, we all we all come out. Very good. Very good. Delicious. Some people in the comment section. This the girl. Yes. Thank this you. is the face behind who made the cake. <laughs> Even though she didn't want to put her face That's out. Lovely yet, I, made her. Face. I made her. I Isn't her face beautiful? Why wouldn't she want to show her face? Yeah. But we, we we about encouraging yeah. that. Ayana gonna get her together. Ayana yes, gonna help yes. her speak. She already said she impressed by Ayana, so we, she gonna help you get your Thank confidence you. up. Mm. You welcome in advance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Book your head. Tell your mom. Um. Yeah, she suggested it. I didn't want to do it. I totally ignored her. I had a coworker who made cakes, and I thought they were beautiful. So she took me under her wing and she taught me how to make cakes. Also, I wasn't getting to where I wanted to be in corporate America. So I decided, well, if they're not going to give me what I want, then I might as well do my own thing. That's just my absolutely. Mind. And um, bring your own table, bring your own chair. Yes, absolutely. Everything. So let's just talk one thing about um you have to be warned when you call her. You know, you may have an idea, but she might have a better idea when you call <laughs> about that's not I just want this. She was like, you know, I be I, I was thinking, you know what else we could do? I'm always but she's always though. thinking of things to make it better, and she always makes whatever idea you have on your cake, she build on it and it'd be even doper than what you could imagine. It's a collaboration. Yes, yes. yes. Right. Yeah. Collaboration. And I wanted to encourage entrepreneurs. Um, I wanted to bring up a particular example of when one door closes, another one opens. I remember as a child um, watching TV when you go to different places, let's say, for example, a bakery. You didn't see Black people there. If you saw an event planner on a television show, you didn't see an event planner. But now that's all you see are black folks as event planners, bakers, photographers, stylists. We totally took over an industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. We took over an entire industry. Um, I can't think of, I'm trying to think of one of the famous event planners. I can't think. Martha Stewart? Oh, no, she's not. Um, Betty Boo-Boo. Betty Boo-Boo. Um, she wasn't hiring Black folks. And if she did hire Black folks, she hired one Black person. And she hired that for one Black quarter. person for like 50 years. You know, what we did was we, we created an entire industry based on what we enjoy doing. And I think that we should look toward the event industry as a standard of what we can do for ourselves. Um, it's not just the DJ yeah. and a hairstylist anymore mm -hmm. that we go to. We go to people for insurance. It's not just the nails. We have bar, we have our own bartenders, not just in the bar. If you have a function at your home, you hire a bartender. Mm -hmm. Cook coquitos, you don't have to have it just at the holiday. I have a um a coquito person that I go to just when I want to my own coquito we have to think um it's Kiki, like i hope you're thinking of, of, of something to do your own business with 
I hope you brainstorm again all these ideas. Yeah, because it's a way of making lemons, lemonade out of lemons, right? That's what the saying is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because okay, so they wouldn't hire you. You went to 30 different companies. Um, this is what you want to do. No one wants to hire you. So guess what? Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Absolutely. You hire your friends, you hire your friends' kids. It's just it builds a particular web. And I don't think people are really recognizing that web that we can create for ourselves to the point where we don't have to go begging to someone else who's going to look down on us just because, just because they feel like it or whatever reason they come up with. Yeah, gotta break into generational curses. Right, and and we can do it. We can do it. Um, Fatima came to me as a referral, and. And she, look at all these people you got behind that. Right. And I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful mm-hmm. for that. Let's but she on. still don't give me no discount. She be like, $800. I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> As do you act yes. like before and this? Stick to your no discount. I'm a fan believer. Yeah, of no, I want yes. one with that's the thing when we know yes. people we think we want a discount. No, that's still what how she getting her money. So I'm yes. playing, y'all. Don't become, don't be thinking y'all supposed to get discounts <laughs> from y'all friends. That Absolutely. is still their business. Yes. But she don't have to charge me eight hundred dollars. I'm gonna stick to that. Let me give you a few pointers for entrepreneurs. Okay, I want you all to remember what I just said about the web. You know, we can create our own industry. It doesn't, and, and at the time, you're not even thinking that it's an industry, but you're building an industry because. If I'm a cake baker, okay, I may know a DJ that I can refer. I may know a makeup artist that I can refer. I may know a, a beautician. The same thing, right? Hairstylist, beautician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may know a stylist. I may know a, a, a minister, whatever, you know. It's, uh, it's am a, I, what they call that? A makeup artist. Am I you? Oh, no. M-U-A, 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 makeup I'm, artist. Yeah. That's what they call it now. Oh, okay. M-U-A? Yeah. Makeup artists and beauticians, they two different things. I'm just saying. They don't say makeup artists no more. They say what they say? MUAs, right? Makeup. I don't wear makeup, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't wear makeup. I'm like, I don't know. I don't wear makeup. I was just saying makeup. That's just as an entrepreneur and even everyday life, I want you to own your light. Acknowledge that you're great. Acknowledge what you can do well. Don't focus on what you don't do well. Focus on what you do well and build upon that. Recognize your value. You are valuable and you can tell. If you're not valuable, no one wants to mess with you. Period. That's it. Um, Follow your passions. They usually lead to a money-making idea. Uh, I think about Plato. I always refer to Plato as a kid. I wanted Plato as a, you know, my mother wouldn't let me have Plato. Why? Because she didn't want to clean it up. We're going to get in that to next show. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, see, you know, our mother's. That, <laughs> why? Why, why, why would you let a kid play with Plato? 
Jado. Jado is so messy. I agree with her. Precisely, I agree with her too. With it. It, gets, it gets into everything, and you can't yes. clean it off. I agree, and I used to I always say, "Can't get it," and then I stop getting Kiki, it. But how do I get it? Kiki don't know nothing about that because Kiki said I did what I wanted to do. <laughs> Because Kiki Paris is old, so like, let me stop messing with her. But she get to do whatever she wanted to do. And what she did, and when they told her no, I, I, I tried to help her. Like, oh, shout out to Kiki. Kiki can wear weaves and stuff now, because, you know, they didn't let her do that. I, I, I be advocating for her. I, I be like, doing your high school. I, I that's what I had to tell her parents. Like, yeah, y'all can't do this to her. <laughs> my mother was putting them in my head. And, and hold on, hold on, Kiki. Put, zoom in right now. Show them your baby here, cause you know her baby here be on fleet. <laughs> you, it's mute. It's mute. I tried today. I ran out of. Extra. Oh, honey, I did a honey, baby girl be coming through. Okay, she was spent forty minutes doing that baby here. Okay, that could be a business. You see her baby here from down the street. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, I'm about to get off. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for tuning on. Thank you, Appreciate you. I just have a few. Thank more. you, Ayana. Ayana came back. Um, and I did make one vow to myself, and I think everyone should do this. Um, buy from at least one black entrepreneur a month, not just the hairstylist and the nail technicians. Okay, mm -hmm. it's very important to spread the wealth, and that's how we build wealth amongst each other. Um, make everything that happens an opportunity. You never know. You know, I'm very shy. I don't speak to people. You're doing well right now, isn't she, you ladies? Know. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but real, rec learn to recognize. Hi, everybody on Instagram me. that's joining now. Um, learn to recognize an opportunity and learn how to make something into an opportunity. And as you go along in your daily, you know, your life, whatever, your day, think to yourself when you have your business, is this going to further my business endeavors or no? And Kiki, I want you to keep that in mind. You know, is this going to take me to where I want to be or no? Is it going to be a hindrance or not? You know, and that's how we have to think. And I think it's very important to propel ourselves to where we want to be because we can't necessarily rely on someone else. So just keep that in mind. Hold it's on, Kiki. I'm your thing. All this stuff, all these questions we asked, I never asked you. What exactly do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm between a dancer or a math teacher. Okay, that's why math is up there. Math teacher. Thing. <laughs> uh, you can do both. Like she's gonna be a professor. Yeah, you can do both. That's what I was just getting ready to say. You can do both. You see, Ayana, she's a dance teacher. She's, she's a <laughs> She said, she said, man, what favorite? What you do? You have a specific math that you like the best? Um, all oh, algebra, geometry, doesn't but see but but you see what she just now said kiki don't even limit yourself you know you mm -hmm. you hear all of these ladies all of these ladies have multiple um streams of income and they do it from one area to the next so you can just don't pick one career you oh i just want to be there so just do that you see this is living example right here and that you could be everything that. that you want to be absolutely you don't have to make a choice to say just this 
Yeah. Multiple incomes are very important. And I think that needs to be stressed upon also. We need multiple streams of incomes in our lives, not just the husband and wife. You have to think beyond that. Mm-hmm. We all need multiple streams of income because you never know when one might drop off. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And then, you know, you need your hair, your hair and nails, you know, budget. <laughs> And when and, and when and you know when your big cousin get old, she need to go borrow some money. So I'm, I need you to be rich. You know what I'm saying? So I can be like, you remember me? You remember me? Kiki, she's she's setting you up right now, Kiki. She's setting you up. <laughs> yes, I think that is so important. I think the biggest thing when you uh you should walk away from this also is being purposeful, right? What is the purpose behind it? Like, why are you doing what you're doing and who are you and what is the purpose of you being you? And that's so important because a lot of times people don't do things with a purpose. Yes. And that's so important to walk away with, with knowing what is my purpose and if I'm living in my purpose. Yeah, and it's not always about the money. Yeah, that's it's what definitely I was gonna not. Say. And we are, although it's multiple streams of income, it's not all about money. It's all about what doing what makes you happy. And sometimes doing what makes you happy. It may be slow money, but eventually be, you know, um, reach to the levels that you want it. Or even if it's not, if it doesn't reach to the levels that you always wanted to be, if you want something that you enjoy doing, let's not emphasize on the money. It's not always about the money. No matter what society tell you, it's not all about the money. It's about, you know, being productive, happy, positive, you know, doing what what um, you got a passion to do. And sometimes your passion may not be something in the field that's very lucrative. Right. You got to do what makes you happy. But find something that you're passionate your about that's going to earn you some money. It can right. work. <laughs> it might not even be in your degree. I could tell you a perfect story is I went to grad school. I went to undergrad and grad school and I'm not using that degree. Right. And not that I don't, I chose not to because I found something else that I love and that I enjoy. And ultimately it helped me with my not-for-profit, which I was passionate about. So again, you can go to school and you can be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get these degrees in math because I'm with you on that with the math thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I found something else that I love and it's okay to say, you know what? Yes. I went to a lot of years of school and my parents was like, why are you stopping teaching and why are you doing this? But I found something that I liked more, right? And I make more money doing it, right? And so I didn't go to school to typically learn. I applied school, but I found something that I love. And when you do things that you love, you work harder at being greater at it. And then you become that person that everybody comes to. So I just want you to keep that in mind too, as you think about your future, to finding that thing that you love. Don't look at the dollar because you'll make the money work for you because you love what you do and it's going to flip that money in return because you're going to get promoted you're going to grow you're going to you know exceed in that area but if you don't love it you're going to be miserable and, and this is and kiki do. i know it may seem like um you have a whole lifetime ahead of you but you do but this is the time that you got to start thinking about what is it that you got you want to do when mm-hmm. you finish high school so, you know, mm-hmm, these are all great ideas. These are great women, amazing women that's doing a lot of things. You could think about some of this. Think about, you know, this is the time to be thinking about your future. Before you know it, you just started high school. But before you know it, you're going to be graduating from high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're going to yeah. be like, oh, my God, what do I want to do now? <laughs> Where time go? <laughs> right. Yeah. You're Always. like, well, I was just a freshman. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. I'm always trying new things. I'm getting into singing, songwriting, doing nails, yeah. hair. I did these myself. So oh, it's always trying new things. Simone, yeah. hold on. We might have a customer <laughs> for you. Simone, Simone is growing her hair two more inches because she wants some braids. But you know what? You can even start barking in that business now while you're in high school. You got yeah. peers, right? And that I was my first my business comments. as a kid. I, I used to braid here. Yeah. I did too. When I went away to college, I did that right in my dorm room. Yana right. Bell. Yana Bell still exists. <laughs> so it's hey, like, like it was some shit. Right. Like, how did you become a change you want to see very well in your high school? And if it's doing braids. How about do somebody here and have a conversation with them, right? Like, hey, girl, you don't got to be like that. You could be who you want to be, right? So you're affecting change by living out your passion and your purpose. So it don't got to wait till you get out of school. You can start that now. Like, hey, girl, can I try doing your hair? I just started. Do you mind? It mm -hmm. might be a freebie, but you don't know what you're going to walk away with that. That effect you're going to have. Well, you can practice on Gina. Gina, you volunteer. <laughs> She said that she was gonna let me try, but she said I take too long to do it. Oh come on, Gina! You gotta, <laughs> you gotta respect the process, okay? <laughs> if her own mother would not let her be the guinea pig, I mean, come on now, you have to do that. I can't. <laughs> Everything in life. Don't listen. I said she could do my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything that you would like to ask any of uh, anybody on the panel that you 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 you, you retained all the information? Is there anything you would like to ask anybody, Kinky? Um, no. No, not really. I think I took in a lot of the information that they've given. Okay, so let me say uh -huh. something. Ayana, you can help me out on this. Um, I, I know that's one of the one of the key things to when you're on an interview. Don't they say that it's always they be like, if there if there's anything that you want to ask me, you never end off with no. You always yeah. find something that you want to ask them. Be Help prepared. Always be prepared. This is what you yes. <laughs> always, always make sure that anytime you go on an interview or even if you have a mentor and you, you're going to meet with them, make sure that you think about before you go with them, three questions that you want to ask them. And it should be one to make them talk about what they're doing because that's going to show that you're engaged and that you're interested. And then two, something you want to learn from them. And then three, you know, something maybe that you want to share with them that they didn't ask you during the interview. Mm -hmm. And that could be, again, it doesn't have to necessarily be a job interview. It could be a volunteer experience, but you're, those are the three things. A question that's going to get them talking about them and the, organ and, and the job. And then two, a question that you're going to learn about the job or the experience or the person. And then three, you want to make sure that you have something in your bank that you can share about yourself that they didn't ask you. Pre, you know, they're not going to ask you everything. So you want to highlight and um, we call it bragging on yourself, but you brag in a professional way. So those three tips. Thank you. You're welcome. So do you have anything you want to ask us? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me nothing because you already know everything about me. You gotta pick one of these girls, you gotta ask them something. Um I will ask what's the what's the best way to get your business started? And once you started it, how do you spread it more? That's an excellent That's question. question. So which one of you ladies want to answer that? 
Well, Nikki told her, just do it. L- l- listen, she didn't even talk about give her some time to think. <laughs> Listen, none of us don't play about TC. None of us don't play. The whole team on there, like, give us some time. <laughs> we don't play. No, so if you start in a business, uh, the first thing you want to do is brainstorm about what the type of business it is. Again, like we said, make sure you're doing something that you're passionate about. But not only passionate about it, again, you want to still be strategic about whatever that business is. Is this passion project going to make me a living? Because, yeah, we want to do good and everything, but if we can match our passion with profits, that would be amazing. So think, write down a few things that the first step would be to write down things that you would do, that you could do for free, that you would do for free, meaning that you love this so much that you wouldn't mind not getting paid for it. Because that's going to say, tell you that you're passionate about it and it could be your purposeful project. And then say, well, with this passion project, could this earn me some money? And then you want to write out strategies on how that can earn you money, whether it's one-on-one interactions, group activities, uh, um, internet activities, if you're doing tutorials, whatever that is. And then the third thing is you asked about how to get it started. Just put it out there. Whatever it is, you have all the social media. The internet is your friend. Find all the places where, where your audience is. So if your audience is you, they not on Facebook, right? They're on Twitch, they're on um, Snapchat, probably not even anymore, but wherever they are. Isn't that another thing, Robo? What is the other thing that the kids be on now? I don't know, it's a lot of them, but you know, be fine. The one that you buy. Remember you was telling me about, Uh, what is it, Robux? Oh, Robux. Oh, Rob- oh. Roblox. But wherever they are, find where your audience is and market your business to them. Right. And then you put it out there. Whether you think it's good or not, your audience is going to let you know. So don't be afraid to put it out there. Whatever the business, I, even if it's just an idea, you could test the market by saying, hey, if I started braiding hair, how many of y'all would sign up? Something like that. And see who responds. Yeah. Yep, that's called. Yeah. Is that call? What kind I of know, like, you could do like a, a poll. Like you can poll. With a poll, yeah, call, exactly. You, you can poll and, and you'll see because your audience is going to tell you if it's good or not. So that was, those are the three tips that I have. And I Don't be afraid of whatever quick. it is. Just put it out there. Do it. Yeah. I want to say something real quick to go um, to intervene with. Yeah, you what froze happened? on the um, Facebook one. I'm the only one froze though, right? Yeah, you are. I don't know what that about. Um, what, one thing that Ayana said to me that is very important, do not be afraid to fail. Most, mm-hmm. most of the successfulest mm-hmm. people had, um, learned from their failure. You yeah. know, a lot of people fail at stuff and they get discouraged. Mm-hmm. No, yes. don't ever, if you like, let's say you do somebody here and they don't like it. You don't, don't let that discourage you. That encourage you mm-hmm. to, you know what, let me get better. Yeah. Those who don't fail have never tried. I think that's like yeah. a Mandela quote or something like that. Yeah. In order for you to get started, you have to try it. And if you fail, you can't be afraid. And if you don't ever yeah. try anything, you're never going to know if you're going to be successful at that or not. Most uh, successful people that you see, that's, this is not yeah. their first time. They don't fail over a million times, a hundred times. Right. Google the big, the big sharks. Google Steve Jobs. Google Oprah. All the people right. who who have who are or have arrived they did not just show up there is no such thing as an overnight success i mean right. with 
with um, Instagram and all that stuff. Some people do like go viral and stuff like that, but that's not typical. And even that they've been making videos before that probably like the hundred video that went viral. So right. it takes you doing for you to be successful. Right. And make it memorable. Mm-hmm. Like that's the most important part is making it memorable, not just to you, but to others. Cause that's how you're going to keep going. Cause you're not going to jump off for success right away. But if mm-hmm. you're doing everything and you have a mission statement behind what you're doing, um, I think it's so important that people know who you are um, and what's your purpose and what's your mission. So that way they always have something to lean back on um, to make that impactful. Um, but make it memorable. Make sure, hey, whoever, if I touch one person, they're going to remember what I do because then now they're going to refer you to somebody else. And that's even down to doing braiding, right? You remember the ones who braided your hair well. And you be like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. you need your hair braided. Go to such and such because they did their thing with my hair, right? So mm-hmm. it's that memorable moment. And it could be just so simple as being pleasant, being yeah. polite. That is so different. I don't know why people think when they have their business that is that they don't think they should be pleasant. They, kind. Shouldn't, be respectful. Mm-hmm. they shouldn't be kind. Like kind is clear, right? Be kind yeah. to somebody that's coming into your establishment to spend their money or coming to get their hair braided or whatever mm-hmm. service you're providing that they're coming to help support. Even if it's somebody that volunteer. And my mm-hmm. organization, every time you volunteer with me, you walk away with a gift bag. Like yeah. you're walking away with a gift because I appreciate you giving your time to others. So mm-hmm. I want you to know, like, I appreciate that from you. Right. So always making it memorable. So they're going to remember. You see Fatima pulled out her cup, right? Like yeah. They're going to remember what was memorable about that experience they had with you. And it goes back to now you're going to bro- grow your brand. You're going to be more profitable because mm-hmm. people are going to want to work with you. People are going to want to come to you to spend their money. So always right. think about that as you're building character. Is gonna mm-hmm. is what's gonna sustain you. And I just want to say one last thing. Right, find someone, up, ladies, because I don't know. I think I'm frozen because I don't see. I look frozen to y'all, right? Yeah, on face on the Facebook one. Yeah, but right. well, y'all see me on my. You know, so we're gonna my do last piece of advice up. is to find someone who's doing what you want to do, and whether they be a mentor mm-hmm. per- personally, ask them. Say, I like what you're doing, and I want to learn from you, or you just study them online. I have so many mentors in my head who I don't know, but I follow them and I interact with them. So on social media, because they're successful and I want to learn from them. So learning is oh, key. Oh, Always oh, oh, on, Ayana, leave, tell her to talk to them too, because don't be weird. They, they don't just be following people around. They, they studying them. No, you can't. On Instagram, on Instagram, you can. On the, on social media, <laughs> say, "Do you buy?" You don't want to right, be like, "Hey." No, on social media, I mean, you can follow people, but if you have someone in real life that you're that you um you know look up to, you can shoot them a quick email. Say, you know, I'm I'm interested in learning more about this. Would you mind being my mentor? Now, if you ever ask somebody to be a mentor, make sure that you know that mentorship is a two-way street, okay? <laughs> and you are in control of when of that relationship. You have to go and with the ask. And when I say ask, you want to make be, be mindful of that person's time. Say, okay, I wanna, I would like to meet with you three times a year for a half an hour. Now, if they say they think that's too short, let them say that. But when you go and go in small, say, okay, I want to, I want to pick you you know, learn from you. Don't say, make sure you want to make sure that you're adding value, not just going there. Yeah. So, and it's a two-way street. So just remember that. And but mentorship, mentorship. for adults too. 
Not oh yeah, I have like so adults. Many I got four mentors. Me too. Like I got two for non for profit, and then I got two for my regular job. Like yes. you gotta have a mentor that um gonna motivate you, encourage you, and help you get to where you want to go. And don't be scared to ask for it because yeah. it doesn't just mean I got it. I'm a teenager and I need a mentor. I could be forty. I need a mentor. Yeah, you need someone <laughs> that's gonna give you that information that's gonna help you get to wherever you need to go. Whether it's you want to yeah. stay, yeah. Yeah, we still in the zone. Oh, you don't hear Ayana? Ayana requesting your request to her Instagram, Ayana, because she's not on the Zoom anymore. Oh. And Kiki, too. All right, so everybody, I'll see you guys can still stay on the Zoom if y'all want, but I'm going to wrap it up here and I'm on the radio station and on Instagram. Okay. Let, her hear, let everybody hear them saying bye. Yeah, go ahead. They can okay. hear you now. Go ahead. Guys, say bye. Unmute yourself and say bye to Instagram. No way that you can let her hear. Let everybody hear them saying bye. Say it. You got to say it verbally. Don't worry. Uh, say it. Good night, everyone. Good night. Everybody good night. 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 Good they said good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> okay. All right, so we end in here. Yeah. All right, bye, y'all. Have a bye, good night. Y'all. Thank bye, you for seeing us. Bye, ladies. Bye. 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 bye.